Daryl, run us through what you had for dinner tonight. Hmm. In true original, no one likes the tuna fashion. Yeah. I had two slices of extra large sausage and mushroom pizza from the local Rocco's Pizza Number Two on Halsey Street. Rocco's Pizza, a pizza place with number two in it. I think we've talked about this exact topic before, but a pizza mm-hmm. place with a number two in it. It's what you need. Right. You need to find the number two. Where they've perfected the original <laughs> recipe. And they franchised to the yeah. other side of the same zip code of the neighborhood. They just made a sequel. <laughs> or even better, um, they totally uh, shut down original Rocco's 1 and mm-hmm. then started a new venture, which is the exact same operation, but potentially for you know tax purposes or whatever, they had to abandon the original LLC. Right. right, 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 right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I used to go to Pizza Boy too in Queens. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Great pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great pizza. Um, your partner know. Jess is gluten free, so she can't rock with those. Right. She does. She no longer rock rocks with the yeah the classic pizza. She orders from the um, Saragina Pizza, who offers a artisanal gluten free pie. My partner is now annoyingly gluten-free <laughs> as well. And I don't want to be a dick. Uh-huh. But it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, I got to look cook. I got to cook this pasta for her when we have pasta. Like I make a sauce and, you know, it's nice. And I I make my own pasta for mm-hmm. me. Flour and yeast. Uh, sorry, flour and egg, not yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so and then I got to cook her sort of gluten-free pasta, and it's like this brown sticks of stuff. <laughs> it leaves the water looking nasty. Right, right. Whatever. I mean, it's not hard. It, it's just, you know. Do you do one of those where you do one... Um, pasta water boil. You do hers first, and then you throw yours in afterwards. Oh, of course not. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. you should right. see the water after her pasta comes out. Murky stuff. <laughs> it's straight brown, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's her life. I just, yeah. 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 At some point, yeah, you might get to the point. I guess I've I've crossed back, but we were doing, you know, all gluten stuff and then we were doing a little bit of half and half and then we were doing all gluten stuff, but I guess I'm returning back to the half and half because you know. Yeah. Gluten tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. Is why. I'm all mm-hmm. gluten all the time over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, it makes life difficult a little bit, but it's not that bad. She has rosacea sometimes mm-hmm. on her face, and she feels like the gluten exacerbates that. Mm-hmm. So that's why she she doesn't eat it anymore. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't eat it anymore either. 
at least the pizza stuff, because that was the source of my uh, crushed teeth. The gluten-free pizza. Yeah, you know, blew out, blew out my teeth a couple of years ago. You had a whole, you had a whole journey with that. Mm-hmm. Cracked mm-hmm. them up, cracked them up. Well, I almost cracked up watching the Fast and Furious movie that we watched this week because this is No One Likes the Tuna podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera, and I'm Daryl Wong. And uh, every week we watch one Fast and Furious movie of the ten. In canon. And uh, we talk about it for a period of time. Um, we This week we watched Hobbs and Shaw. The Hobbs and or the Shaw. Um, I'll start off. Like, I don't know if it's. So if subscribers to our Patreon will know that we <laughs> are doing a series on the. Extended film universe of Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And so we are sort of banking up those episodes and just doing them a bunch in a row every week. And this week we watched The Mechanic, which was a movie, you know, Jason Statham movie from like 08, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched basically back to back The Mechanic in this movie. And... When I got to about 50 minutes into this movie, I was like, I'm done with Jason Statham. <laughs> I think maybe forever. Uh-huh. 50 minutes into Hobson Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. So I got all the way through The Mechanic. It was like, okay, if you want to know our thoughts on that movie, you can subscribe to our Patreon. It'll be up in a few months. There's some other whatever. Patreon.com slash no one likes to do a podcast. But... Like, I got through that movie, and then I started this movie, and it was going along fine, and then I just, like, 50 minutes, like, I hit a wall. And it was a very specific Statham-shaped wall that was like, I'm, I'm done with this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch another one of his movies pretty much ever, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's funny. Because, so, I didn't watch The Mechanic. You didn't watch it? No, I didn't know what you were doing. Oh, okay. That's, That's okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'll catch up. I yeah. will say, after running after running the back-to-back crank movies, the, the I mean, Hobson Shaw is the anti-crank. It seems to, like, try to accomplish a very similar thing. Hey, let's have a bunch of muscly dudes do mm. action stuff. And I think for how terrible the crank movies were, I, for some reason, enjoyed Hobson Shaw way more um then i normally oh, would crank? having not the crank then yeah. having yeah yeah so we don't need to get into crank ever again i think mm-hmm. but i'm mm-hmm. with you on that i'm just saying like emotionally physically mentally spiritually i just hit this wall at this you know what yeah. i mean like and i i'm not saying that hobson shaw is by any stretch the worst of his filmography mm-hmm Maybe near the top, to be honest. With you. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking so as too. I'm thinking so as well. But I just like there was just this thing that I just hit this wall. You know what I mean? That like, mm, mm-hmm. I couldn't take it anymore. And like the, the next hour plus hour fourteen or whatever it is, 
was brutal. Mm-hmm. Excruciating. Excruciating. I didn't even mind. And I know this is going to be shocking to long-time listeners of the show. Didn't even mind The Rock that much in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. This week. You know? He's just doing his thing. Look, he gets paid mm-hmm. to do a thing. That's what he does. That's what he does. So, okay. I, you know, I didn't have a big problem with that this week. I had a big problem with Statham. I didn't like Statham. Even though he's doing a little bit of a different thing in that he's like funny in this movie or he's like being funny he's got funny things happening Mm -hmm. this movie is a comedy but anyway that's my big takeaway Mm -hmm. from this week (laughs) no more jason satham um i mean i hope he never makes another movie (laughs) Uh uh-huh i haven't looked at his imdb in terms of what's Potentially up and coming because he's yeah, probably got either. something in the books. I'm gonna look it up now. Sorry for mm-hmm. the typing noise. It's okay. I'm sure it's like a Spendables 16 or whatever. Oh, um, <laughs> if they, yeah, it's four. He's got four coming up. That's his. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. Yep. Expendables four. Uh, Expendables four. Wow. Uh, there's a Guy Ritchie movie coming up, as we know. He's a you know, kind of in the Guy Ritchie verse. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be this year, coming up maybe soon. Shit, 2022, not slated yet, but um, that's called Does Operation he... Fortune, in which he plays a character called Orson Fortune. <laughs> Jeff Chelios, Orson Fortune. Um, he's got Meg too. Did we see the Meg? I watched the original Meg. Yes. Mm-hmm. What, what What do you think of it? Um, I don't really remember. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember the scale of the shark and the punching of the shark underwater. That's about it. I think that's pretty yeah. much the movie. Hmm. Hmm. I haven't do seen have it. like, yeah. I do somewhat remember an underwater, um, like science laboratory that looked like a. You know how the hamsters have tubes and balls, and they make the um, yeah, the, like those. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. but underground, and then the shark was attacking it. That's it. Um, all else. right, that sounds kind of cool. These are all movies we may at some point cover on our Patreon. Just FYI, <laughs> we got Meg Two coming up. Spy 2, which has been announced. Who knows? Spy. Kind of a good movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of a movie that works. That's all I'll say. Hmm. Kind of a movie that works. One um, of uh, Melissa McCarthy's more enjoyable turns, I would say. Hmm. I'm know? not sure if I watched that one. Yeah, she's, she's good. She basically... Works with Paul Feig, Paul Feig, who's a comedy director, and her husband is also a director, Ben Falcone, and she basically works with those two guys now. And Mm -hmm. I think the uh, the Paul Feig movies are pretty successful overall, and the Ben Falcone movies are not very Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Anywho. Um, did you watch the latest Ryan Reynolds? Um, all right. Why don't you give us a rundown of the latest? <laughs> We're like so off of whatever Hobbs and Shaw, but like, fuck it. Um, give us a rundown. Yeah. So Ryan, yeah, we like to keep ourselves up to date with the latest and greatest from Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Our least favorite cameo appearance in yeah. the Fast and the Furious. <clears throat> True. His most recent movie, The Adam Project. Yeah. Releases on American Daylight Savings Day and is a time travel movie. Coincidence? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he in the dist in the not so distant future, twenty fifty, is uh has stolen a time jet and has mm-hmm. traveled back to accidentally traveled back to twenty twenty two to interact with his twelve year old self. And they yeah. have um yeah, there's like a little bit of time space continuum stuff, and they eventually go and meet their dad, Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. And the goal is just to find Adam's girlfriend, Zoe Saldana, who's also been lost in time, exactly. while also figuring out his issues with his dad. And what did you think of this movie? So I didn't know anything about it. I saw uh-huh. like I didn't watch a trailer. All I knew it was was that it was a Ryan Reynolds movie, and that I was probably going to watch it. You're because it was kind there. of like I know we talk a lot about the Ryan Reynolds thing and how we we kind of talk a lot of shit about it, to be honest, which is not very fair. Like mm-hmm. he does it in this movie, he does it in his Deadpool movies. Like he just Deadpool's whatever he's kind of in and Red Notice and. Um, he does, I assume he does it in this Adam project as well. Yeah. He, he does it as well. I think the character he plays, it's toned down a little bit, but they make up for the gap with the 12 year old. So the total amount of Ryan Reynolds that you get in the movie is the same. Although the dialogue is split between his adult And and his teenage self. The twelve-year-old is doing sort of a serviceable Ryan Reynolds imitation, kind of like just in his tonality and banter and things like that. Um, but here's this little secret for you, Daryl. I think you kind mm-hmm. of dig. It. I think you're into it. I think you're like if Ryan Reynolds is a movie, you're showing up. Uh, I mean, I think if Ryan Reynolds. I mean, you've seen is in a movie, all of his fucking movies, and I think I've seen all of his movies. <laughs> I think you like, you like. I think you like this. I think you like the guy. I'm. That's no I shame. Mean, mm-hmm. I think it's sort of like an Instagram algorithm in that I am around and I will consume what's most readily available to me. And Ryan Reynolds just keeps showing up. And totally. It's digestible. It's and it's digestible. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my favorite food? No. No. But it's you know. It's there. It's there. It's like touch of lime chips. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. You ever had the touch of lime? Tostitos? Sure. 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 Are they good? <laughs> like, I think there's a big question mark there, right? Like a big loopy <laughs> question mark. Is touch of lime good? <laughs> But if there's a bag of touch of lime hanging out, am I gonna snag on it? Hmm. Probably, right? 
So, very full disclosure, I worked on this movie. Ah. Um, I was an art director on this movie for some additional photography they did. Most of the movie was shot in Vancouver. They came back for some additional photography in New York um, for like two days, basically. Uh, and I was the art director for that additional photography. And I will say I had an incredibly pleasurable experience working on this movie. I worked mm -hmm. on, you know, a millimeter of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, I had a great, I had a really nice time. I, I thought everybody was cool. Uh, it was a great production team to work for. And um, yeah, it was good. I, like, I had a good time. I really don't want to share my thoughts about the movie because of that, to be honest with you. I'm a little, like, skewed on it. That's fair. Um, yeah. I mean... Uh, but I did... It was, like, a really... I just want to say, like, it was a really pleasant experience to work on this movie and uh, kind of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the end result was a nice, family, wholesome movie. Yeah. With no blood. They just... Uh, they just Avengers space dust all the bad guys, right. and that's it. And that's it. You can, be, you can beat the bad guys without violence. I just well, you know, you you're gonna make a family friendly movie. You're gonna make a family friendly movie. There's no shame in that. You mm -hmm. know, I don't think. Um, I yeah, yeah. So Ryan Reynolds continues to. Ryan Reynolds. Entertain. He continues to entertain. He continues to entertain in, in some fashion or another, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, all right, Hobbs and Shaw. We should talk about Hobbs and Shaw a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Like a little bit. What do you have to say about it? Because I'm done. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. my notes on it. I'm through. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one new observation, which was uh -huh. um, after they visit the McLaren lair and they get their new identities, their new costumes, costumes, and they pass through airport security. Mm -hmm. The Shaw, uh, Hattie and Deckard, they take off their disguises before they get into the plane. Why do they do that? If they had to be disguised, like, isn't it one of those things, like, do you have to pass the um, identity checker when you're going in? But if you're arriving in another country, don't you also have to go through, like, customs. exit customs and yeah. exit identity check? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it'll be, the, and it'll be that country's systems to do mm -hmm. that, right? Like, they check your pass, they scan your passport, they scan... You know, your bags, again, I think, usually. And you have to declare whatever you're taking. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're taking over certain prohibitive goods and you don't declare them to pay either excise tax on them or, like, you didn't know that you weren't allowed, so you, like, but you get that information on the plane, so you got to declare it. If you don't declare something and they catch you with it, big no-no. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. They We don't see that, right? We don't see them going through yeah. customs at all. Yeah. Right. Not on their return trip. I mean, we get the initial and then they board. But Hattie at that point, she had the dark hair on, the glasses, mm. and then she took it mm. off. She had a big old, whatever, blonde blowout. And um, what is his name? Freelance climber. Deckard's um, disguise takes all that off. No glasses. Nothing. Weird. Yeah. Air Marshal um, Dinkley, you should pay attention to that. Pay attention to yeah. your passengers. As for... I guess, like, because it's a different... Because it's a different, like... You know what I'm saying? Because it's a different country, different systems, like... They're not cross-referencing it with a picture of you when you came in, maybe? Mm. You know, so if, like, she takes off her wig and stuff, and she gives her passport to the new people, she can look different than her passport photo a little Mm -hmm. bit, as long as they can tell it's the same person, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think same with... It's like, But then it's like, why deal with these things at all? Mm -hmm. I guess just to get out of the U.S. Maybe they got, like, sort of wanted tags on them. And they gotta, mm-hmm. yeah, they gotta do that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, they made it to their destination. Um, they made it to their destination, as have we, I think, in terms of <laughs> the amount we can stretch the our ability to talk about this movie. Um. The amount we can, yeah, stretch that. So, that's what I got for you. I think so, too. You want to hit these shout-outs? Uh, yeah, let's hit these shout-outs. Let's hit these shout-outs, bro. We have a little segment on this podcast. I'm going to do the shout-outs intro, <laughs> which is not something I've done in a while. Mm-hmm. I am going to do... Okay, we have a little segment on this podcast called... Shout-outs! <laughs> Good try. Um, where we, yeah, we have, these movies are full of product placement and we decided to have some product placement on the podcast itself. So that's what we're doing. And uh, I, yeah, I want to shout out. I'm getting sued. That's what I want to oh. talk about. What kind of lawsuit? I'm, I'm are not you, uh... really getting sued. My my wife is getting sued. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a car accident that she was in. Ooh. Um. And so I don't really ha- I don't know if I should be shouting out like the insurance company that's suing her, mm-hmm. or if I should be sh- anti shout. I mean, these are all anti shout outs. <laughs> but or yeah. I should shout out the d- disputes tribunal. <laughs> Uh-huh. Or, um, anyway, so I'm not going to court court. I'm going to like a disputes tribunal, which is like a lower system where you can't have a lawyer. It's not like a, a court of law. Hmm. Basically, it's like a paid mediator, independent mediator who deals with the parties directly. And you present your case okay. and they present their case and they decide. So basically what happened is my wife did a, a dumb thing, but a reasonable thing, which is like the auto payments on her car insurance. She like 
we, she moved and had didn't change her address at the bank and then like the bank information was kind of wrong for a while and the audio payments stopped and then the insurance lapsed on the mm -hmm. car so that's like a big part of this okay how long was it lapsed for long enough for her to get in an accident while mm -hmm. it was lapsed which was mm -hmm. a big problem Mm -hmm. So then she called up the insurance company and she was like, will you cover this, please? And they were like, absolutely not. Good luck to you. Salo. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> so, but the thing was, the accident, in my estimation, which is biased, does mm -hmm. not seem to be her fault. Mm. Um, but the other company's insurance also... Because they see, I mean, I don't know what there is, goes on in their mind, but I suspect because they see that she doesn't have insurance at the time of the accident, she doesn't really have any recourse to defend herself. It's just like, yep, yeah, this is your fault. And mm -hmm. uh, we're going to make you pay for it. So they've determined she's at liable. She's denied liability. Anyway, this whole deal is they went ahead because their insurance company and fixed the other person's car and they are now suing my wife for the amount of money it costs to fix this other person's car, mm -hmm. which is a significant sum. Mm -hmm. So I've just spent the past week putting together documents, recording transcripts, Wow! you know, uh, statements of evidence, respondent statements, diagrams of the accident, you know, like... I, I, it's just really taking up my whole fucking week. I'm gonna be honest. Mm -hmm. So I gotta mm -hmm. email these people back, and um, yeah, and get that going. So um, I just want to anti shout out to that whole process. Kind of want to anti shout out my wife for letting the insurance lab, <laughs> but like it's not really her fault, you know. To be honest mm -hmm. with you, like people people make mistakes. But this is like a lot of bullshit. I gotta go through to deal with this, and like mm -hmm. I'm dealing with it, you know, one step at a time. But yeah, we got this big thing. We kind of want, thought it went away because it would right. been like eight months since this whole thing happened. But then we got mm -hmm. this like huge official letter in the middle. <laughs> With seals oh, on being, it. Yeah. You're being sued. So, mm. yup. Well, if you ever thought about, um, you know, taking the bar exam mm. or if you ever watched uh, Better Call Saul, you thought, hey, mm. you know, that might be like a fun life to like sort of work on. You've got some um, involuntary practice. Yeah, uh, it's right not now. very much fun. You know, mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. So, um, but uh, and I don't wish this on anybody else. We'll, I'll update you guys as to how this whole situation rolls out. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Does it mean like her driver's license is suspended temporarily? No, no, no. Or? She's all good. She's fine. Yeah. 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 Mm. Currently insured. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Big time. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. We'll see how that turns out. Uh what um, do you want to shout out this week? Sure. I'm giving mostly a shout out to the uh person to person um, trade service called OfferUp. Do you have that? Offer up? No. Yeah. So offer offer up is very similar to Craigslist, but I'm better this up in right some now. ways. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So same thing, you list your item. It has very similar search and sort and filter for whatever you'd sell on Craigslist, you can sell on OfferUp. I don't think they do like jobs and stuff, but you're okay. selling an item. It's yeah. somewhere between um, Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. Gotcha. So very easy to use. Um, I think the advantage over Craigslist is that it has built-in messaging, which is nice. That is kind of a chat feature. Yeah. Um, But I've always had very good experiences on Craigslist, at least with reaching out to people, connecting with buyers. All of my transactions have been good. This one, I'm selling something for the first time. I got a lot of interest right off the bat, but I tried to set up maybe five different times. Hey, come here, come here, come here, come here. Very flaky. Mm, mm. But I did ultimately after a lower quality of people, low quality of people. Hey, let's get some follow through. All right, because yeah. I'm I'm doing my job as a seller. I'm attentive. My item is great. My listing is great. But right, I'm available. Very flaky. To, I'm available. You know, let's make this happen. Yeah, it's not like you can come see it for five minutes on like a Saturday night. You know what I mean? It's mm. like I'm available. There's times we can be flexible here. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So I was a I was a great seller on offer up. Ultimately I did make a sale. It was a indoor bicycle trainer that we got from a friend and we rode it for a little bit during the early pandemic, but it's really been a coat rack for the last mm, yep. year and a half. I know or those so. things. I have about mm-hmm. seventy of them in my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Junk. So yeah. So I got rid of this one. It went to a very nice guy named Guillermo. And he was great. And ultimately, I had an excellent transaction with him. Mm-hmm. That trainer's out of my hair. And now I've got another potential barking spot for a new bike. Which could be cool. nice. Great. That's always needed in your apartment. I know that. Crazy. So, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Positive shout, shout out, out to of, offer yeah. up in general. But Maybe not the people on it. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. And it's nice. It has a it little bit like more. It looks like it's USB. Only. I just tried mm-hmm. to look it up. They were like, you're not allowed in here. Yeah. So it has chat. It also has a little bit of um, like eBay style buyer seller rating, how many things you bought. And you can kind of do a post transaction right. rating system to help right. build the trust a little bit, cool. which is nice. That's good. Um, I mean, Craigslist, I've had like up and down experiences with buying and selling on Craigslist. Um mm. Yeah, but again, it's a it's a product that's very antiquated, which I'm kind of pro, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, I, I I don't need you to be fancy. I just need the simple shit. Right. But it does feel like it's maintained by Craig, for the most part, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's yeah. just that's yeah. <laughs> that's his list, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's sticking to it. So, um, I wonder if Craigslist is still independently owned. Hmm. I'm sure it's localized mm-hmm. now. There's probably right. admin that live across local the Craig's yeah. Yeah, organization who yep. service local markets. Yeah, fair but enough. It's about the same, you know. The quality of the stuff is about the same across different cities. So somebody's yeah. maintaining quality. For sure. For sure. So who we'll knows see. Who? I might, you know. I might try to buy something on Craigslist soon. I saw um, a. Uh, what are you gonna buy? 
I'm still car I'm still car shopping a little bit. I saw a 2007 Subaru Impreza Hawkeye manual. Huh. 90,000 miles. Seven Grande. I mean, that sounds it's in Long Island. Fucking good, man. Um, my sister's getting a new Subaru Ascent, so we may get her on to review it at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you want to send us any of your reviews, it is, uh, at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast on Twitter. No one likes to tune a podcast on Instagram. No one likes to tune a podcast at gmail.com, patreon.com. Slash no one likes a tuna podcast. Our in-betweener poll is up. It's up. Go vote on it. If you want to vote on it, go drop us a buck. It's easy shit. Uh, so do that. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you catch your pods. And uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Hope you have a great week. Next week, we're going to do F9, The Fast Saga, and then the in-betweener. Whoever the patrons choose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Should be a good cycle ender. Big time. Talk to you next week. Sounds good. Later. <laughs>